Yeah, I'm going to say underrated. I, I I think that the the turkey mashed potatoes gravy family sit down feast meal huh. is one of my. It's really to me the main reason to have any sort of family or relatives. <laughs> like, I'm sending okay. you a picture, New- Scott. What are you doing? That we're going to discuss New episode. on the show. All right. It's just bodybuilding. Worst intro ever. <laughs> it's just bodybuilding. No one's listening to me. That's okay. <laughs> um, like, share, subscribe, comment. And, and ring the bell. I, he like threw off yeah. his only... Wow, that was a mess. This is the worst yeah, intro. I made it worse on purpose. I made it worse on purpose. Um, remember the IamMutant.com Black Friday sale. Go on there, thirty percent off. And also, when there's not a Black Friday sale, our codes are Dusty Twenty and Big Ron Twenty. So, which saves you twenty percent. There we go. Yeah, twenty percent. You still save, but the Black Friday sale will be a bigger savings. So I don't blame you. So, so what's yeah, new, Dusty? There's a lot new going on right now, a lot, but. The big thing that I did today, which has made the last hour and a half a little regrettable, is my buddy turned 50 today, 5-0. And uh, we do what any good gun does, and we had a birthday leg day. And I got the bright idea that we would do 50 reps on everything we did. <laughs> nice. I'm going to be in pain for quite some time. I told him finally, I said, two things need to happen in our futures. I need to get younger friends and you need smarter friends because this is mm-hmm. fucked. Yeah, it was brutal. We did uh, squats, leg press, horizontal leg press. And by the horizontal, like the blood wouldn't let go. Like, so I'm, I put a weight on there because I'm guessing. I'm like, you know, obviously, I've never done 50. I put a weight on and I was like, all right. And at like 15, I was like, oh, this is too light. And that 16, I was like, fuck, am I going to make it? It was like literally yeah. one rep. And I'm like, holy shit. And literally at 30, reps. I had to stop and do five and then stop and do five, then stop and do three. I'm like, holy shit. So, yeah, it was it was enjoyable. And uh, so happy birthday to Daniel Q. He calls him DQ. And he's like, oh, I'm friends with DQ. And I have to like pause. I'm like, oh, Daniel. Um Right. But I don't like you anymore. So we're probably not friends. 51st birthday, I'm not hanging out with him. He probably doesn't like you you anymore either after that workout. No, he actually told me that. He said at 60, he's fucking blocking me on everything. (laughs) I was like, that's pretty bold that you think I'll still be alive in 10 years. But anyways, cool. I'll agree to almost anything if it's 10 years from now. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. I won't fucking be here. Sure. Sure. (laughs) Whatever. Done, done. Yes, but yes. other than that, okay. there's, you know, there's not a ton going on. But, but I will tell you this: I went to Charlotte for his birthday. I actually, took him to my favorite restaurant, and we go in there, and all of a sudden the waitress just walks up and she goes, "Hey, I just want to remind you guys that you're on the VIP list, so the cool. drinks and the appetizers are all free." And I was like, "Oh," and I'm not like a drinker. Had one like the social drink. Then she brings shots. Then she brings champagne. I'm like, lady, easy, easy. So we get out of there. It's Fahrenheit, by the way. If you guys are ever in Charlotte, go to Fahrenheit. Trust me. Awesome. Then we leave there and we go to this place called The Vault, which I don't realize is a private cigar bar. I'm like, oh. So I walk in. The guy's like, this is actually a private place, but we do day passes. I was like, cool. So we buy the day pass thing, go in. A kid walks over and he's like, you're Dusty Hanshaw. And I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, I follow you. He's like, I'm going to wipe those passes off your card. This, that shows us around. And here's the point of the story. It's not that. But this place was built out of an old garage, like where you work on cars, right? That's cool. But the cooler part is it was Michael Jordan's dad's garage. And he's actually a member at that cigar bar. Huh. And I, Because I thought it was really weird. Like the whole vibe of the place is really like cool and old school and there was just a jordan jersey in the back which I thought was different and that's why it's michael jordan's dad's old business and they built it out they still have the garage doors on it yeah. and the place was awesome so another one if you guys go to charlotte 
check out that place. It's only 25 bucks to check it out. Um, and Joe is the manager's name. He took awesome care of us. So give them a shout. Look at you. Friends in low yeah. places. All because I know places, you guys. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I guess yeah. it's high. Anyways. <laughs> hi. Yeah, yeah. You guys, Classy. what have you been up to? Me? Yes. I, uh, yeah. I've, 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 I've had a busy week. And I fit my hobbies in. And I kept myself sane. And uh, it's, uh, you know, basically any day that it's not raining, I try to get out on my little bike because the rain is going to arrive any minute now and it's not going to leave till like April. You said that like so, three weeks ago. So you're still doing all yeah, right. It's late. He's been locked it's in. Late. Okay. It's way okay. late. Yeah. We're having like everyone's talking about how we still like, oh, it's not like, you know, apocalyptic rain yet. Yeah. You know? So it's kind of funny here, a little bit weird to not be raining yet, you know? So we'll see. We're supposed to get dumped on with snow. Dusty will love that. I'll make sure I, you know. Are you going to get snowed on, Dusty? Probably not because it's like last year was like unseasonable amount, which was kind of cool. But if you guys get snow, I want to see Jed in the snow because oh, yeah. Donna tore that shit up. <laughs> She was about yeah. it. Harvey took his foot. He was like me. He stepped in. He's like, fuck that shit and turned back in the house. Yeah. He's like, I right. will piss in the, in the, cause I keep a, um, like a turf thing that's inside of a bin in the garage. And Harvey's like, I'll piss in the bin. And he goes outside. He wasn't really it. wasn't fucking that's having funny. it. No. Yeah, Jed so. hates the fucking cold, but he'll do his thing. What about you, Scott? Are you going to get, are you dumped on yet? Is it like snow on the ground yet? We, so like a week ago, we were doing yard work together. Very suburban type thing, you know, husband, right. wife outside doing yard work. We, we were, were waving shorts. at the neighbors. Yeah, yeah. Hey, how's yeah. it going? Yeah. We, we were wearing shorts. Some sugar. And today, okay. or yesterday, it snowed. So okay. now we have Here we go. some snow. So it's not cool. Okay. But, you know, whatever. It is what it is, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Although yeah, it was we'll like it. It, it turned all into ice <laughs> and we walked the dogs twice a day. So that's, that's kind of a, an issue. You know what I'm saying? But... You know, we'll get through it. Yeah, yeah. It's Michigan. Stay safe on that ice, Scott. Yeah, black ice. Don't be that old man. Don't be that old man that falls on the ice. Black ice. You got to watch out for it. You think it's funny? I would. Yeah. I would wear wrist guards if I was walking out there, just because I have this fear of like breaking my wrist falling down. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. I'd be putting them rollerblade wrist guards on and heading out. <laughs> right. Zero fucks. I'd tell everybody. I'm like, whatever, dude. If I fall, I'm not breaking my wrist. Kiss my ass. Right. Yeah. You One know, of the we, keys is is don't walk around with your hands in your pockets in the wintertime. Oh, yeah. yeah. Why do people do that? You see yeah. people with their hands in their pockets walking across a parking lot, and all of a sudden, like, you slip, and their hands are already in their pockets, and, yeah. Going down hard. It hurts. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, going down hard. So, you got to be aware. Head on a swivel. <laughs> <laughs> hands on your pockets. Hands on your pockets. Very Nature key. could attack at any time. Never know. Yeah. Never know. That's what happened to Branch Warren. Yeah. You never know. You could like get off a horse, get out of your truck. Go down some stairs. Yeah. Never know. There you go. Boom. Yeah. There you go. Okay. I got a bunch of questions. I got some too. Cool. I got a oh, few this, left too. The, this, this episode will go up before we know what people thought of our Lunsford discussion. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We well, forgot no, we'll, someone else. It'll go up after. It'll go up after. Yeah. Who after. Did we forget? yeah. Yeah, we we, we will have forgotten somebody else, and by the time this episode goes up, uh, we will be like, have oh, been there's... reminded. You know, yes, we will have been reminded. I would like that. I would like to know our friendly reminders. I'd like our viewers to to weigh in on the questions with their comments on how dumb they think it is. And this isn't a shot at Derek, first off, but that Derek gets a special invite for the Olympia, and Sean Clarita qualifies for both divisions and is told he can't do them both. Mm. It qualified yeah. for both. Yeah. I'm sorry. And this isn't even like a, this isn't like a mutant friendship family thing. I just don't get it. Like, if anything, that would put him at a disadvantage for yeah. the Olympia. Yeah. So I don't like I, I hate this is the reason I cannot be employed by anyone. I hate things that don't make sense when someone just decides on some fucking random. Eh, we're not going to do that. Well, because we want to keep things, you know, 
on the up and up and, and, and do them the, the right way, the way we've always done them. Like, you mean like not giving out special invites for someone who's never qualified for the Olympia? Like, like that thing? That irritates right. the shit out of me. What would it hurt? A few people he beats? Well, tough shit. That's bodybuilding. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, w- I would love to know what the fans think because I find it ridiculous because I know, and so does Ron, that he told us he wanted to do both. Yeah. Yeah. And that would be Why not um, let someone amazing. make history? Why not why not let someone bring extra press to their you know involvement with both divisions? Yeah. You know? I mean there's plenty to talk about. What's wrong with having one more thing to talk about? Yeah. You know? You know, I you'd think the more going on the better, you know? Yeah, so, I don't I don't, I, I don't understand that, that call he did either. qualify for both. And that's it's it's not you're not even crossing over. It's not like he's like oh, I'm gonna randomly choose to do men's physique as well. Like if he had qualified for men's physique and open bodybuilding, then fuck it, let him do both. Think about how many people Steve Kuklo did not qualify for the Olympia. Sean Clarita did. Anyone who qualifies should be able to do it under, you know. I don't know. It just drives me crazy. I, I just, I wish that they would publicly come out with a reason that made sense just so I could find out that there was a reason that makes sense because we all know there isn't. Okay, I'll stop. <clears throat> yeah, I don't think it makes sense either. And all of the issues that involve him doing both are his problem. Yep. He None of handle them that. are their problem. He, handle, nope. he will handle all of it. Sean will absorb 100% of the responsibility of the whole thing. That's the, that's the thing. Like, what do they have to do? Nothing. They just run the show on time. He'll show up. Yeah. Like, they don't have to do anything. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Yeah. Like, they don't have to do anything. He will be the one doing all the work. So, like, why say no? It doesn't make any fucking sense. It's different if, like, let's say every person in Olympia has to be assigned a representative and that representative has things they have to do. And all of a sudden they need to like, you know what I mean? Like, no, that's not how it works. It's all their problem. None of them have their hands held. Here's the date of the show. Here's the time. Here's when we start be backstage. That's it. Yep. It's not complicated, but you know, I'm not a fan of bureaucracy as we know, you know, what's your job? Uh, I sign these papers and then I put them in this pile. And then that person looks at them and then they sign them and then they put them in that pile. Like that, that all that stuff just drives me fucking crazy. So, yes, that's my thing. Did you notice how we're yellow, red, and green? It's like a Christmas show without meaning to be. Yeah. Look at these shirts. I got, Look at these shirts. We're, we're festive. I know Obviously. we're festive unintentionally. No, none of us, all, three of us, no one's wearing a black t shirt. What are the odds of that? That's rare. True. Okay. Very rare. Okay. Do we have questions? Scott said he's got some. Scott has a couple that he wants to lead with because they're, you know, Ooh. they do get. Ooh. I didn't know we were going to lead and, with and them, but we could lead with them. Because um, I, you know what? Well, they are YouTube. I'll, I'll tell you what. Let's let's get back to them because I don't find them to be lead the show question. Actually, you know ah. what though? I will say this. I have one more Olympia shout out. All right. Okay. okay. Check this. Okay. Check this picture out. Boom. Where is it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Amazing. Look at that. She looks awesome. Missy Trescott. Yeah, she yep, looks pretty bonkers. incredible. I, uh, I'm excited to see what she does. And I guess she did this flip that hasn't been done in a fitness routine before on stage. And she's going to possibly be doing that, I'm guessing, because I saw it on, on Instagram. That would be oh. it's it's like it's like a ninja move basically. Like you ever see the Matrix? Right. It was like yeah, that, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Are there bullets? Yeah. Never yeah. mind. Um, <laughs> there we go. Son of a yeah. bitch. Scott finally awesome. has a spot in Olympia. Um, <laughs> hey, Scott. So here's a question I have that I don't think you're going to want me to answer. Uh oh. How do people from the U.S. see people from the U.K.? <laughs> We've gotten in trouble here before. That's the one that got me in trouble last time. <laughs> I literally, I opened up and laughed. I was like, wow, I can't touch that one. <laughs> How do people in the U.S. see um, people in the U.K.? Okay, yeah. I see you as very uh, honest, old school, 
sorry, I'm trying to find words. Hardworking people who are not as soft as most Americans. Mm. How did I do? That was correct. And except because I said it, if you go back and watch the DC training episode, you'll get my more honest review. But there was a lot of things said there that got us demonetized. Yeah. Well, it was just more feel. I used the same thing. Baseball term, bunt, or a cake, so to speak. But it was the letter after the B at the start, if you were doing the alphabet, like A, B, and then unt. So that one was frowned upon. Yeah, and there well, was violence. I don't want to be so. scared to say it. Let's not be scared. <laughs> I know. To say I know. It. Have you guys ever? We can't even flex Lewis on the fucking show. Listen, I got. I'll drop one time. later this episode. I'll drop one. We won't even acknowledge it. And Have I'll, you I'll, ever I'll seriously just... used that word? Like it legit all the time. That word. Yeah. Yeah. I used it time. just yesterday. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Ron and I, I used yes. it yesterday. In, in reference to what, Ron? <laughs> what did you? Say? We are watching a TV show. We're watching a TV show. And one of the characters was behaving in a certain way. And I, I looked at Emily and I said, she's just being a Oh, <laughs> we can add and Emily. We got to beat, beat that part. We're going to have to. That time, Scott. Yes, you think so? To. Yeah. I was just expressing the, how I felt about the TV show character. And Emily went, yep, for sure. She is. See? So Emily agreed. Yeah. So there. I only used it one time. I was like, Absolutely. Really? Your entire life? Yeah, I, I mean, I've said it before, but I, I threw it out there in a serious way once. I was dating a girl in uh, when I was in Called art school. That? Well, I was oh, dating you a mean girl like a serious. I was dating a girl in art school, and she was, um, she was Those very all about you know she was definitely like super feminist. All right, like super feminist. Oh, that she was a. <laughs> and and uh, we got in this fight. And I was like, you know what? And I was like, you're being such. And she was like, what? I'm being a bitch. You think I'm being a bitch? That's right. I'm a bitch. You know, because she was like, women's rights. I'm a bitch. And I was like, no, actually, I was going to say, you're being a fucking <laughs> And her jaw just dropped. Yes. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> it was a good oh, that word. That's great. The word is an amazing word when it has the effect that you want. And that was the only time you I know? ever said it, and I meant it. You throw punch her with that. Oh, wait, you can't say that either. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a lot of work to edit this show. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. great. That's yeah. great. I'm a you big ever fan of that, that Scott little, is that the nicest guy that just. Yeah. Demoralizes people when he just decides his time. Hey, Karen, if you're watching, like if thanks. Scott appreciate ever you. starts to raise his voice with me, I'm just gonna throw the white flag immediately. Oh, god, and be like, No, 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 I'm out. He's angry, I, and I'm I, out. I, I'm a fan, I'm a fan of the word. It's yeah. like kind of cute. Oh, yeah. Ash being kind of yes. Because yeah. it's not like yeah. full blown, it's like there's just like some behavior there that's like, eh, it's yeah. on the verge. Attitude that needs to be changed. Yeah. Yeah. That's like yeah. you're not. I like that word. Being a. You're just acting like one. Just a little. Yeah. yeah. I like it when, when, when uh, other, like when women get on board and they use it in reference to other women. Like, yeah, she's a little. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I think I've heard that, you know? Yeah. Interesting. Times are changing. Times are changing. Next, man, I remember the days when you wouldn't hear the word shit on TV ever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like ever, like it was never on TV. And then it started like, you know, he'd be watching a show at like 10 p.m. And they'd be like, it would, it would be on there. would be like, oh, they're letting it on like late at night, you know? It's the 10 and p.m. Like, and later word. Yeah. And then it like, you know, creeps in slowly, you know? That, that times great. have changed. Okay. Sorry I've got a good question here. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a good question. I mean, it might not be that interesting, but. What's the most number of jobs you've ever worked at any period in your life? Ooh, like at a time? Yeah. One. Like the most, Fuck. most one, right. So like some guys will be one, right? You know? I mean, I guess if you count, because I, I never counted coaching as a job. Hmm. But I guess if you did right. that, then I mean, the answer would be two. Um. But yeah, I've, ne- I've never worked more than one job in my life. Okay. Hmm. How about what you, about you, you guys? 
I did too, a couple I'm, times. Yeah, I had three. Three. It was the most jobs I ever had. Yeah, I, w- I had a full-time warehouse job, and then I had two bar jobs. One was on Fridays and Saturdays, and then I worked at another bar on Monday and Wednesday nights. Hmm. So I was working a lot, and I wasn't getting a lot of sleep, but I was super broke, and I just moved to uh, Edmonton back in the early days. So I, I needed to work as much as I could. So I was working five full-time days in a warehouse and then four nights at the bar. Ooh. So I was just fucking That's working brutal. my bag off. Yeah. Are you banking yeah. money yeah. at least? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I moved there with literally nothing. Like yeah. I moved there with like a car, my shitty $600 car. I didn't even have a mattress on the floor. I was sleeping on the floor. Holy shit. I had blankets. I had blankets down on the carpet, and I would just lay on the floor and sleep on the floor with a pillow. Damn. So I had no bed, six hundred dollar car, nothing. Where were you staying? Like, Did you rent a room from someone or what? No, me and my best friend. We. I was living in another city. He was living in a, in our hometown, and we met in Edmonton to move in together. And he went down a couple days before me, and he found an apartment. And our rent was $400 a month back in the day. And so we moved in and like, I literally showed up. He had a little bit more stuff. He had a pickup truck with like a box full of stuff. So we had, he had like a shitty little kitchen table and he had a bed, you know, but I, I pulled into town like two days later with my car, with my gym bag and my box of clothing. And like, I brought almost nothing to the relationship other than I think a George Foreman grill and a blender and some lifting straps. Yeah, and then we just like we're best friends, so we lived together for years, like five years. We lived together, and um, we just like you know started there from scratch together. So it was a lot of fun. But yeah, I had three jobs back then. That's so, wild. You know the the I, Monday I and Wednesday this. night bar job was like really kind of cruisy, you know, and then the mm-hmm. weekend bar job was like really hectic. So. I love this topic because I'm amazed. Um, <clears throat> I've had a few people that I've known in my life that are <clears throat> start at the bottom for whatever reason, and it blows my mind what they're not willing to do. Hmm. Well, I, I gotta, I gotta get my own place. I'm like, why? I rent a room, or they're looking for like a specific job, and I'm like, work every job you can get your hands on until you get moving. It's just, it's weird to me. Um, that you can be in a position where, you know, you're, I don't want to say at the bottom because you're, you're fine, but you're just starting out on basic things, but then have so much pride in what you are and are not willing to do. Like, if I had to, I mean, I'd sleep in my car for a little while to, like, stock away money. I'd use the gym locker room to shower. You know, I mean, there's just there's endless options, even if I didn't know anybody, you know, or I know you can literally rent rooms from people. Like, I rented that room for three months for 150 bucks a month or whatever. Like, I don't know. I, I like hearing, cause I know Ron's rented rooms, you know, you've slept on the floor, you've done things. And I only point it out because now you own a gym hmm. properties life, you know? And I feel like everyone's afraid to take that step all the way back. That's kind of required to step forward. So they can't really get out of where they are because they're like, well, I have to live alone and I have to have this nice car. And now their money goes just to those two things and they can't ever have extra to start building. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Right. I remember, um, you know, we got at the warehouse, we got two 10 minute breaks or whatever, two 15 minute breaks. And then like an hour for lunch was like how the schedule was, I believe. So I Mm -hmm. would eat meals. I would eat meals on my 15 minute breaks, but on my hour lunch, I would have a shake and sleep in my car. Yeah. So it was time management, right? Instead of shakes on the 10 minute break and a meal on the hour, it was no, no, meal on the fucking 10 minute break, eat it real fast, ram it in, go, Mm -hmm. go, 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 you know, get it in. And then on the hour long break, that's when you pound a shake real quick, get to your car. And I remember I would try to be at my car within five minutes of the break starting. Hmm. Mm -hmm. And I would always park under these trees and roll the windows down. So I was in the shade and it was like cool. And I would put the seat back and pull my hat down and just fucking sleep for the whole hour break, Yeah, you know, because I'd only had like four hours, five hours of sleep. Right. So, yeah, you just try to get it in. And then and then you're super tired at five o'clock when you're done at the warehouse, but it's straight to the gym. And the gym was two blocks away from the warehouse. 
So it was like, like right. I was there within minutes. So I'd go to the cafeteria and I would bang like a big coffee back for free, you know, the little perks. Yep. You got to get the free coffee, bang a coffee back and just think, I feel like garbage now. But by the time I drive three blocks or whatever, that coffee will be hitting me and I just got to go in and train. Yeah. You make it work, you know, just make it work, you know? And then the goal was to try to be home from the gym, you know, before the sun was down. You know, you don't want to like hang out and dawdle at the gym and da da. Yeah, yeah. You know, you got to get to your other job. You know, got to get back. You know, get showered, get to work. So yeah, it was just hectic. You know, but you know, you can do it. That's cool. That's beautiful. Okay. It's where it should be. I don't know. I, I have to push that just because it's it, everyone that I know who is is. Not, it's done well has had a point in their life where they're like I just had to do what I had to do whatever that was and a lot of people are not willing to do that hmm. but they definitely want the big things and I'm like well that's really not how it works so <clears throat> anywho yeah, do you have yeah. any more on the top of your tongue there uh, Ron questions I haven't even glanced at mine I, I have another question that's I don't know why I just thought of this but it reminded me What's the most expensive gift any of your friends have ever given you? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, I got one. One okay. of my friends uh, introduced me to my first wife. <laughs> 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 Okay. I'm sorry, sorry. It's figures, okay. Very expensive. Uh, okay. That's pretty sorry, that's a good sorry. answer. You can just leave it at that. That's actually great. That's solid. That's, that's a solid. solid answer. That trumps, I win. That trumps mine. That's funny. Yeah. And that's a great one. You guys. I don't have anything yeah. that can good. Can you think of anything, Scott? I don't have anything that good. He's, no. He's I'm out. No, I'm out. Yeah. What was yours? I, 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 well, I just got reminded by this. We were both pretty broke, but my best friend, the guy I was living with at the time, he had a good bartending job. So he was making pretty, like he was doing better. You know, I was working those three jobs. I was grinding away on paychecks, working the door and stuff. And he, he was like getting a lot of hours at the restaurant and he was, he was like making more than me at the time. And um, I had a prep coming up and I was really trying to like get some money together for a prep. And so, it was like, yeah, I was going to start my prep in like February or something. And it was Christmas time. And he gave me a thousand bucks for Christmas. Dang. My roommate. Wow. And I was like, I, I remember opening the card. And it was a thousand dollars. And I was like, what the fuck's this? And he's like, buy a bag. He's like, yeah, <laughs> that was funny. He actually went, you got a prep coming up. He's like, you know, this is to make your prep easier. Like whatever you got to do. And it's wow. funny because I did get a bed because I'd slept huh. on the floor for like three months. And so I got a bed and shit. Yeah. And that was my, my best friend. And then he wound up getting that back in spades, you know, because we're best friends. So it was just one of those things. But That's he cool. had a thousand bucks and he knew I didn't, hmm. you know? Yeah. So he was like, and he wasn't like loaded. Like a thousand bucks was like a lot back then. Like, yeah. you know, a month's, month's rent was only 400. But that's just how generous of a friend he was. He probably only had 2,000, but he gave hmm. me a thousand. Right. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So like that, that type of a friend, you know? So, and I was like, fuck. And then I was like, how do I repay it? And he's like, ah, it'll come out in the wash. I'm sure. You know, like, wow, that's you cool. know, <laughs> years and years later, but we've been friends for, you know, going on 30 years. So 30 plus years. So yeah, just one of those things. All right. I got one. Who's the strongest person you've ever trained with? And this is actually a really difficult one for me because I've trained with so many freaks. So are we going to say theoretically strongest or actually what we saw them do that particular day in the gym? Both. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I have like yeah. a few answers because I, I trained with Akeem once. Oh, God. Yeah. But, yes. but he, was, he was two weeks out from a show and he told me, he's like, yeah, I'm keeping all my reps like at 15 and I'm not like really going that heavy. I'm You're doing probably tons of volume. Like, Thank God. Well, I was. I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Yeah. So we did a lot of 15 rep sets and it was like, we did a ton of volume that day. It was, it was actually really tough because it was so hot at Diamond Gym in New Jersey. But um, yeah. So, but he what didn't James, move that though? much weight that day. Yeah. So I, I'd say Hollingshead, mm. possibly. Mm -hmm. I mean, man, 
we had a lot of weight on the leg press and these big fat green bands like this. Hmm. And he just 20 repped it like nothing. But it's hard to say, man. I don't know. I'm just trying to think. I've trained with I feel you know, like my buddy John <clears throat> Davey back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. One of the things, one of the things that I've never seen anyone else do, because no one does behind the neck press anymore. Mm-hmm. Remember behind the neck press in oh, like yeah. the old Barbell, military yeah. chair that's like straight yep. up and down. And I remember <clears throat> yep. training with training with John Davy back in the in Australia, and he would go up to like three and a half plates, like he hmm. would behind the neck press more than he would incline. And that's you know I think he might have he might have even he might have even touched four but like just unracking it and you know those old school racks where there's no front rack like yep. there's no yeah. there's no safety rack there's you're just in a chair with like a rack behind you you know those <laughs> right. old school shoulder racks yeah and I'd like unrack it and hand it to him and he'd bring it down real slow on the first one and like tuck it behind his head and he'd get the reps going and he'd he'd pump them out and yeah. I remember him being like so strong on those i was just like holy fuck like there's nothing you can do if the bar moves forward like nope. just like let it he'll just throw it forward throw you know? it. like throw it yeah. you're kind of spotting <laughs> yeah but that was like and that was always like a sketchy movement and i remember i got up to doing two plates behind the head and i was like only 20 i think and i thought that was like a big deal you know because it's really hard for me to get the bar even behind my fucking head yeah so oh yeah but the, I mean that that was like that was like a freaky thing to watch someone do back in 1995. You know. Yeah, I'm trying. What I see. Scott, I was just thinking though. I've seen Ron train with a lot of people from watching Mutant on a Mission. Like I, it, it maybe not just the strongest people, but like, like intensity. Like I think a DLB. Like she might not have been like the strongest yeah. person you ever trained with, but man, that she's a hard worker and trying to keep up with someone like that. That's a You've got some cool stories, man. Cool stories that like all of us who are fans of Mutant on a Mission who have been like right there along with you. Oh, yeah, that's you know what that, I mean? that that was a great that was a great memory. I remember that day because Dana was like, "Yeah, I do a lot of sets and I train real fast, so just, you know, try to keep up." Yeah. And I was like, "No problem." And I remember I can't remember how many sets we did, but it was like she supersetted everything, so everything was two exercises together. Yeah. And I think that mm-hmm. we did seven pairs of exercises supersetted. So I think it was 14 total exercises, and we must have done four sets of each superset. Huh. Right. So, like, the amount of sets was just crazy, you know? And that's I remember awesome. we quit the workout. She's like, okay, that's enough. And I was like, okay, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I close up the episode. And she's like, yeah, I could have done more, but like, you're completely soaked. I remember like, her commenting on how sweaty you were. <laughs> she's like, I figured you were probably, you know, if there's enough filming. And Jonathan, I remember Jonathan was like complaining about his shoulder. He's like, oh, fuck. You know, I mean, he's filming the whole thing. Right? Holding the camera. And he's it's like, funny. we went for two hours straight. It was crazy. So she, that I was remember. the most, most volume of anyone I've ever trained with ever was, huh. was DLB. Yeah. Well, we remember when we were in Venice, um, we, we got this last trip, uh, Dana trained with Regan and they were training, yeah. uh, were they training back? What did they train? They but trained back for a video. They trained back for a video. And then when she got done, Rob and somebody were training back. So she jumped in with them <laughs> and did their workout too. She was yeah, like, well, and I, 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 I immediately was talking shit to her and she's like, well, I'm here. So I just figured I'd just do both. And I mean, yeah. she just and she wasn't like like she was getting after it both times. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. She like, only has Regan one gear. Was and like it's the highest done. gear, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Regan's like two hundred and eighty pounds, and he's like tired, and he's like pounded all these sets, and she's like a hummingbird, man. You know, because Rob was warming up on this exercise, and I go, "Oh, you're doing back," and he's like, "Yeah, you know, watch Dana train with Regan, and now she's gonna come train with us." <laughs> And I just laughed and he looked at me. He's like, I don't know. He's like, whatever, you know, <laughs> what she crazy. does. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Take I had to ask that question because the amount of people that you've trained with, like, cause my knee jerk is Akeem or James, because when I think of strong, I think of somebody who is strong in everything. Everything. Like, yeah, like I'm just trained with guys who can squat a ton or can press yeah. a ton or can pull a ton. Hmm. Those yeah. three can do all of them. 
Yeah. All of them at the highest yeah. level. You know what I mean? That's yeah. a different Like strength. I've trained, <laughs> you know, I've trained, I've trained with people like you, Dusty, who are like really, really strong deadlifters and you move a significant amount of weight in everything. So, I mean, you're definitely on that list of strongest people I've ever trained with for but sure. But then when you get into like but, pressing, there's a weakness. You know what I mean? These guys don't have one. Like literally, yeah, it's I, like, I, I, okay, I let's do 455 on incline now. And you're like, okay, I can't do that. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and just always strong. So I, I was curious because I think the same about, um, so I've trained with Branch and Johnny. Oh, And yeah. they're both obviously very, very strong. Like, I don't think people realize because they're so caught up in how they train. Yeah. But the amount of weight that they can use <laughs> – that way i don't even know what to say it's yeah it's nuts you know i trained with branch you the day what? after a guest posing and he trained as if he was in metroflex <laughs> in this fucking gym like i thought we might get thrown out i mean i was like holy shit i mean he's dropping <laughs> shit and fucking blah i was like oh my god we're gonna toss out of this place it's <laughs> crazy yeah but yeah there's lots of strong guys out there man it's a lot of fun it's impressive you know over the years absolutely even training with bumstead yeah, like oh, I he's a Bums. surprise Bums like, He's like he's like surprise strong, and he looks so casual about it. <laughs> you know, like he can like grab one fifty dumbbells. Like his face is like just normal, and he can like say something like "oh yeah," blah blah blah, and then he can just like lay back and fucking just bang, bang, bang. Like you know, how many reps can he rep mm-hmm. out with those on the incline? Yeah, like you just go to town with those. You know, so it's it's impressive when someone just easily strong on everything you know like you watch the videos of bumstead smith squatting six plates and mm-hmm. he looks fine you know yeah. he's not like shaking or anything he's just doing these perfect reps like it's impressive so you know that when i see when i watch bumstead train i go that's a healthy body that doesn't have any velcro sounding joints <laughs> you know everything's just moving nicely <laughs> like velcro sounding joints that's all i have you know? <laughs> yeah that's what warming up is to me I, I i warm up until the sound goes away <laughs> that's when you know you're good and then i know i'm warmed up okay Ooh. what's the next question i have one i want you guys to touch on because i have my own answer but i don't want to say it can you talk about your rebound protocol after a show with male bodybuilders i didn't put that much thought into it it was drop everything cold turkey except for a little bit of test and just train real hard and have fun in the gym and eat a lot that's about as complicated as it was and if you felt like you needed a break like you know some shows i'd come off with like an insane motivation like i come off and i'm like fuck you know, let's go. And then other shows I come off and I'd be like, oh my God, I'm fucked. Like there were a few shows where I came off like, like I'm like, I can't train for a couple of weeks because everything hurts, hmm, yeah. you know? So that, that was only a few times, but most of the time I came off a show and I just threw in a fucking big cheat meal every day and doubled my carbs or tripled my carbs or whatever and just threw a cheat meal in and a couple of cookies and just fucking get big. And there wasn't like any of this, like there wasn't any, like, I, I wouldn't take pictures. I wouldn't just, it was just, oh, it's off season. Let's just get fucking big. You know, I wasn't as worried like everyone now with the formulas post show. I, I don't know if it's helping anyone get any bigger. Mm. You know, I, I sometimes wonder if the anxiety from managing constantly thinking you have to manage every variable, I wonder if that anxiety gets in the way of a lot of greatness to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. I agree. No. What about you, Scott? Theoretically, I would say that there's no formula. You know, some people like Ron just eat a lot of food, right? And then maybe there's going to be another guy who, like, he really had to struggle to get down, and we had to go to keto, and you know, all of that. Then, it, then there might be like a reverse. But I think that there is a mistake nowadays in everybody thinking that there needs to be a can like a reverse that there has to be a formula for that i think just like we diet down and we make changes as your body needs it the reverse is is going to be similar the only thing i would say that i found is in the early on i made the mistake of just going too hard too fast for my body 
I remember like my first contest prep, this is how little I knew. I remember like putting a diet together and showing my, my coach. Cause I had a guy who helped me uh, for my first show. And I was like, Hey, what do you think about this for an off season? And he was like, well, I guess if you get to the point where you need to eat that much, but I'm like two cups and then I'll eat two cups after I train. And you know, it's like, really, here's what I would do is, you know, something similar to what you've been doing, but more, and then watch what happens. Mm -hmm. And then adjust from there. And I think it's important to be able to have those breaks too. Like let's get some cheap meals in every couple of days. And if you can handle it, you know, some guys might need a cheap meal every day. Who knows? You know? Yeah. So it's, it's it's why, you know, that's why I asked the question because, um, and this is my take and, and shoot it down if you guys disagree, which I love that we can actually do that. But I actually think that the post-show rebound is a bit bullshit. Yeah. I don't think oh, you yeah, magically over, put on oversold. so much muscle. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, talk about overrated, underrated, overrated through the roof. Yeah. That everyone overrated thinks that there's this the magic window because I'm like, listen, here's what happens. And this like for me, I have somebody who... After a show, to get heavy, like to get fat, is almost impossible. I could eat like complete dog shit. But what happens is eventually one day you wake up and you look like dog shit. <laughs> yeah, and yesterday yes. you looked good. It's just like, boom, went too far. Um, and I had a client actually that just asked me that. They're like, what are we going to do for the rebound? I want to really take advantage. And he's a guy who I had to kill to get in shape. And I was like, well, we're going to start on like 300 grams of carbs a day. And it, yeah. it, he was like, what? Yeah. And I was like, you will get fucking fat. Like, you will. So we can't, you know. And I did say, I said, and just so you know, that whole rebound thing is bullshit if you ask me. Because you, no one, if, if you were to take somebody who put on all this weight, but actually had them go in and get, you know, get for, you know, a, a true body fat analysis, like a DEXA scan, they're not up 12 pounds of tissue. No in six weeks, like everyone thinks they are, they're up weight. It's a very different thing. So I I just push on that because exactly what you said, Scott, it's the same way I approach a prep. It's individual. Like, like you said, Ron, I mean, I have clients that I'm like, okay, you're going to eat these five meals and I want one meal a day, whatever you want, but it needs 50 grams of protein in it, which means you can have a shake and eat a pizza. I don't give a fuck, (laughs) but you got to have the shake. You know, so it is person to person. But yeah, I find the that's kind of back to what you were saying. I think in the last episode, Ron, like there's this there's this thought process of so much of the what's what's our plan? And I'm like, uh, I'd like you to train your ass the week good enough to recover. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll week see because I've also I mean, I think I've had the, the same thing you did, Ron, only backwards where I came off a show amped and I'm like, all right, we're getting after it. So I waited till Wednesday. And I started training, and then the following Monday, I started really training, and the following Wednesday, I said, nope, huh. never mind. Like, my body was like, fuck you, sit down. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. And it it was an immediate change of plans, because as soon as I really kicked it in, my body told me, you don't want to do this. And it sucked, because mentally, I did want to. And it was probably one of the hardest things, because I was mentally ready to roll, and physically, no way, you know, so... I, I remember one thing that's happened with Johnny Jackson that was hilarious. He'd done the Olympia and he'd looked really good. Like he looked really good. You know, Johnny did so many Olympias. I think he did 15 of them. That's crazy. crazy. Yeah. But I remember he'd done, he'd done the Olympia and um, it was like three weeks later, we brought him up here to do a photo <clears throat> shoot, right? And shoot some video. And, uh, and he goes, oh, yeah, uh, that'll be a good time to shoot because I'll still be in, like, really good shape. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm excited to see it, you know. So, anyways, he comes up and he's shooting and he looks great. Like, he's still in great condition. He's really big and full. He's, like, a little softer. Obviously, it's three weeks post-show, but, like, he looked great. And I go, oh, man. And he goes, ah, oh, fuck, you know, I'm going to be sore tomorrow. And I was like, oh, why? And he's like, oh, it's the first time I trained since the Olympia. <laughs> and I went. Oh, you haven't been training? And he's like, nah, no, nah, I haven't trained once. <laughs> and I go, oh, I thought you said you had like another photo shoot and then you had this shoot. And he's like, yeah. And I have another shoot like next week when I get back with Gasp. And I'm like, but you haven't been training? And he's like, no, no, I don't train after a show. I'm just taking a rest. Hmm. And I go, oh, aren't you like concerned about the photo shoots? 
And he just looked at me like I was like worrying about nothing. He goes, what? This is just going to go away? <laughs> That's great. That's amazing. Like he didn't give a fuck. Yeah. And he looked great. You know, like he's doing cable crossovers and his pecs are just like crush, crunch, you know, and like it's doing back and they're filming his back and it's just lumpy as fuck. And he's like, what? This isn't going to go away. Like, are you kidding? Like what? You worry about too much. That's you know? That's amazing. It like hadn't even occurred to him that he yeah. could that he couldn't not train for three weeks and still do photo shoots. Like just no like didn't do cardio, didn't do nothing. Fucking That's awesome. That 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 should wake people up on on how much you're overthinking. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and like, I remember the pictures look great. Like the video and pictures look great. He's like, ah, these photographers are pros, they know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. You know, like don't worry about it, they'll make you look good. You know? Shirt I'm shooting with purr. You know, all you gotta do with purr is show up, move weights, he fucking gets good shots, you know? I'm in shape. You know, it's just funny. That's awesome. That is classic. <laughs> Absolutely okay. classic. I know we, we have time for more. Yeah, as I say, we're probably running a little low on time, but I, I know the fans, the listeners, I don't like using the word fans. I'll say the listeners and viewers are probably wondering, are they gonna do an overrated, underrated? I just know there's people I just do. waiting for it. Well, good news, people. I'm ready. I'm ready. Didn't you say people have been right, sending okay. them to you even? Yes. Oh, yeah. These are None of these are mine. Oh. Actually. First and foremost. Dusty outsourced his job. You see that, Ron? I always do. There's what's fucking new. <laughs> oh. um, <laughs> I've been doing this since high school, kids. <laughs> the McRib. Oh, mm. disgusting. Way overrated. Have, yeah. you, have you ever had one? Nah. Yeah, I didn't Can't think imagine. so. I just, and, I'm, and I'm not saying that you are wrong to call it disgusting. I just was curious if you had one. All right. He's never had a McRib. It's overrated. Scott. You know, I will also say overrated, but... It's one of those things that they've done such a good job with marketing because that's that item on the McDonald's list that you always hear them saying, oh, did you hear the McRib is back? They take it yeah. away and they bring it back and people are like, oh, my God. And I don't even eat McRibs. And then I hear somebody say, hey, did you hear McRibs back at McDonald's? I'm like thinking to myself, oh, shit, I should go out there and get one while I can. <laughs> <laughs> Fear of loss gets Scott. Yeah, I'm like, fuck, I need to get me some McRibs like before they go away. I've never eaten a McRib in my life. So Oh God. That that was why it was on the list. Hmm. Is because the way they market it is why I feel like it's so drastically overrated. Cause it's like I feel like I feel like it's like if I made the girls clean up the dog shit in the backyard and then I took it away for three months and did it myself. And I came back and I'm like, guys, the dog shit is back. You want to go get it? (laughs) 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 I didn't, I didn't, I never followed that. I never followed that. Okay. So those those are some, um, okay. We're going to, we're going to go festive. And I know Ron's opinion on this, the Thanksgiving meal. (laughs) New listeners might not have heard about this. Yeah, I'm gonna say underrated. I, I I think that the the turkey, mashed potatoes, gravy, family sit down feast meal huh. is one of my. It's really to me the main reason to have any sort of family or relatives. <laughs> like, I almost jumped in and said family to try to be a smart ass and that's exactly and he did what he said. And he did it. <laughs> like it really, really is. Like that's the number around. one benefit of fuck having outside of relatives. That, yeah, and family <laughs> and all that sort of all those sort of complicated relationships. That if if that meal happens, you are very fortunate. It is awesome. There's nothing I like better than a you know a turkey dinner, mashed potato gravy, sit down, you know, the little sort of like, and then you, you always got the things that come with it, like 
you got that sort of passive aggressive thing from your sister coming at you that you, you're sort of deflecting and then you you you're trying to get some digs in on this other relative to let them know what you really think of their their political views and then you know and then you got you got your mom going can you guys just get along and then your dad's just sitting there quietly eating saying nothing not even looking up like oh my god just get through this get through this yeah just get through this get through this you have to gauge like how high can you be for this meal <laughs> compared to the people that are going to be at the dinner yeah there's all that sort of stuff going on a lot going yeah, on yeah th thanksgiving's a wild time you know and same thing for the christmas dinner i know oh, you know great scott not that your answer can even touch that but i would just no. go on yeah i feel like there's nothing i can really say i will <clears throat> also say underrated uh, I do feel, though, for the record, that it is accurately rated because I think a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people, I think, are right on point with Thanksgiving. Uh, and in this year, we had two Thanksgiving, or we were having two Thanksgivings. We celebrated Canadian Thanksgiving, which nice. my mom was really sweet too. She was like, uh, she's like, I, I asked my mom, I was like, can we do something for Victoria? Because at the time, we didn't have her visa to travel back home yet. So she was stuck in America, stuck in the U.S. for Canadian Thanksgiving. I said, well, could we think we could do something for her? And she's like, sure. And then she texted me and she was like, what do her people eat for Thanksgiving? <laughs> her people. And she, she, oh, it's amazing. She was like giving us some different ideas. And Victoria was like, I never even heard of that. It was like some Canadian dish. It was like the Victoria didn't even know of. So we we ended up having it ended up being like a barbecue chicken dinner, which was fun. We ate on the back porch over there, which was nice. It was good. But I like I like Thanksgiving a lot. I, I, it's a good time. It's a good day. And I think in as far as our community is concerned, we've probably touched on this before. And I, it's I think people get a little carried away with like that everything has to be perfect with their diet and all that. I don't care. Like if we're doing a contest prep and I have people that are starting now, guess what? We're still making a Thanksgiving dinner work. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We're not like, yeah, maybe if they're like competing that weekend, we might not be able to, but so far that hasn't happened in my career as a coach, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. I have to actually remember to do that is let everyone know. Yeah. Like, please don't be that guy. Yeah. It does not make you worse. Um, if you want to, whatever. But yeah. All right, good. You guys you guys did not disappoint there. You what, did not what about disappoint. you though? What about you on that one, Dusty? Um so here's the thing. Thanksgiving meal to me, the the turkey is overrated. The sides are underrated. Ooh. I'm a sides guy. What's your I favorite? want all the sides. What's your favorite one? I want I like to have, I like the mashed potatoes, the gravy, the stuffing with the gravy over it. Yes. Very, yes. very key. That stuffing is a game changer, all right? And you also need to make sure, you, oh, and this is another thing, because this is the white trash in me. I like the cheap packeted gravy, like the like basic gravy that's like light brown. I've, I always tell my mother, I'm like, don't forget to make my shitty gravy. Because she makes like a homemade gravy that everyone raves about. And then there's me. I'm like, do you have the 50 cent one? <laughs> Thanks, mom. Perfect. Um, so, yeah. So, but I will say that, that it'll be this year will be an underrated Thanksgiving for sure yeah. because I've got my mother moved here too. So she's coming over. Nice. And her, her boyfriend. And then we have our, we have friends coming over too. So it's, it's going to be a big one. Um, and I don't have to do anything, which is nice. typical. But, I all I have to do is make sure that the fire is burning outside so that people can smoke cigars and relax. That's like my responsibility. It's beautiful. Beautiful. So yes. So I'm going underrated on this one. Okay. Okay. I'm happy to hear now it. here's a really specific one that I think Ron will understand. Angelina Jolie after two thousand and five. It says right on it. <laughs> That's funny. For the first time ever, I feel like I should use accurately rated. <laughs> it's funny that they put 2005. I'm just wondering what movie that is. He's looking. I, 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 need, I need like a marker in time for her 2005. Like, what is that? What is 2005? It must have been like back when like she started doing those uh, 
fuck what was that movie? Now, now I'm blanking out on what it's called. So it was, was like- after, it was after the Billy Bob divorce, because that was 03. So she's back yep. to being single. Back to being single by that point. Huh. Okay, so 2005 is Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Mm. That's when her and Brad Pitt worked together. Yep. And right. she, she stole them. Whore. Say that either beep that probably mark Fuck that time. We might Scott. we might need to. Honestly. Don't think you yes. can say whore. I just said it twice. Ah. Yes. <laughs> so that's the yeah. Mister and Mrs. Smith, Angelina Jolie, the one from Wanted, Salt. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. Salt. That's what I was thinking. Go ahead. All right. Okay. You know what? She might be underrated in that era. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Everyone's got to remember Ron's rules on this. Yeah, she might be underrated during that era. You know what I mean? Because like the Tomb Raider, Gone in 60 Seconds, you know, that whole era before like the Billy Bob thing, everyone was all hot over her during that time. And that's yeah. like when she got with Brad, I don't know. Everyone was like, oh, she's with Brad now. Can't look at yeah. her that way. Huh? Can't, can't, can't look at her that nice way noted. now. I don't know. All right. Yeah. All right. I like that. Scott? I don't really have an opinion. I I don't know much about her since I don't follow a lot of movies and stuff. Oh boy, Scott! I, I always liked her. I always I liked too. her. I mean, didn't they invent the term VSL after her? Um, anyway, <laughs> I think they did actually. Yeah. <laughs> Google it. What, what, what term? What <laughs> term? DSL. Put DSL. it together, buddy. You ever heard that oh. term? <laughs> 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 I just love that I want. Oh, oh you saw the great. gears turning. You saw the oh, light bulb turn great. on. All right, we're gonna do. Yeah. We're gonna do two more. Because we're natural. We're, we're running low on time. Yellowstone, the show. And I think I know Ron's answer. Let's see. Let's see. Well, I'm on the new season now. So am I. We're Did you two watch episodes last night? in. No, we haven't seen the newest episode. Me neither. Is he gonna? Is it gonna change my answer? No, I didn't watch it. So, but go ahead. But this is based. Remember, everybody, Ron's scale is based on the current public view of it. It's not just him. Yeah. It's okay. All of us. Hmm. I really like Yellowstone. It's completely unrealistic at this point. Yes. <laughs> it's like the same. It's following the same trajectory as Sons of Anarchy, like. Fun craziness that's easy to suspend belief on for a few seasons. And now, okay, it's getting a little ridiculous. How many bodies can they dispose of? Okay, (laughs) now why is the FBI not here setting up shop? Okay. Um, Like, you know, it's like that trajectory. Yeah. You know, so it's getting a little bit harder to sustain my belief, but I'm in there with them because of the fun. Yeah. Right. So... I'm willing to say that it's overrated, but I like some trash. Right. Right. Agreed. And so I'm, I don't mind saying, yeah, it's a little overrated, but it's fun. (laughs) There we go. It sounds like my description of a threesome. Um, Okay. There you go. Right. Overrated. But fun. You don't want to miss out. (laughs) Right. You don't want to be the guy that didn't see Yellowstone. Exactly. And Scott? So I'm that guy that didn't see Yellowstone. We'll say that first. I still have an answer, though. I'm going to say it's underrated because the only people I I talk to that have watched it are you two. You guys rave about it. I don't hear a lot of other people, but I, I don't hear a lot else about it. So before that reason, I think the general public, uh, that it may be underrated by them. Although, from what I understand, there was one season that had several episodes that nothing happened in. Uh, Dusty's season four. Season four. So season four, I'll say, is overrated. <laughs> season four. Season four really only had like two really important events in it. Yeah. Yeah. The very first fucking episode, and then like the very last episode, pretty much. So I pretty yeah. much have seen it, as far as you know, anybody's concerned. Oh. I've got a good. I've got a good opinion now. You know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Underrated season four, overrated. You know what, though? I So here's the reason that I agree with Ron is because it is I, I it is great trash. OK, <laughs> and if you guys because it's not like a cinematic, you know, 
piece of art or anything like that. Yeah. But it's great to watch. The reason I do think it's overrated, even though I was waiting and literally watched a live show for the first time in years when the first episode came out, is because the public has made it such a thing that like, if you happen to go into like a store, there are shirts for Yellowstone. Oh, wow. In like Walmart and stores and literally you'll just see them all the time. <clears throat> so it's, it's reached a craze to that level, which is why I say it's overrated just because it has done that. Um, but I love it. So I hope that they can keep me around because this is the season I said the end if they don't. Um, and I will say before I let this go that I told Ron when I first started watching it that this show was Sons of Anarchy on horses. And he just basically said the same exact thing. It's, it is. It's fantastic. <clears throat> um, yes, so that's that. And the final one that I, I'm curious to know Ron's take. Underrated or overrated? Al Pacino after 1983. <laughs> I like how people give these give these like very specific. Yeah. Well, because like, now you know what movies weird. were not in, though. Like, you know, we've stepped away from the original gangster movies. So I just gotta see this. I gotta see this. You gotta you gotta a timeline. This Put a timeline together. I need a little bit of a timeline. Yeah. Just a little bit. Well, he wants to give an honest assessment. Sure. Yeah, I want an honest honest assessment. I need to know exactly what movies fall into that. Perfect. So 1983? So 1983 yes. was Scarface. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So after so, 83. Yeah, so so before 1983 is like The Godfather, Godfather Part 2, Dog Day Afternoon, Justice for All. He had a bunch of great movies. But then 83 was Scarface. Yeah. I would say... Oh, and then Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, Scent of a Woman, Carlito's Way, Heat, Donnie Brasco. Ah, fuck, he's underrated. These are like <laughs> the, some of the greatest movies of all time. Any given Sunday, you know, yeah. Yeah, these it. are like, you know, these are some of the best <laughs> movies ever. If you're going to choose 1983, then, you know, I mean, this is like his Oscar <clears throat> stuff comes after that. Hmm. So I'd say underrated. You know, Scent nice. of a Woman is an Oscar, right? So there you go. I also thought that, like, his part in, like, for example, because it's a smaller show for him, his part in Donnie Brasco was unbelievable. Yeah, that's there. That's one of them, too. You know? Yeah. I mean, he's yeah, fantastic. Great. Scott, he's fantastic. I know you're not a movie guy, but you still have to answer. <laughs> I, can, I can defer to Ron on this one because he has more experience than me and more insight and I, I'm gonna trust that so I'm gonna I'm gonna basically vote with Ron just to be safe I think that's a good usually point. I would want you to argue with Ron <clears throat> just because you like to do that yeah. but I understand your reasoning on this one because there's no escaping like this was I can pretty yeah. much argue any side of anything and I can't win this one by yeah. going that he's overrated so yeah <laughs> wow so I put heat on just a little while ago oh, he's I great. was like sitting at home Emily was like out for the night or something and I thought I couldn't find something to watch I just put heat on and just let it play and I think I watched like over half of it before yeah. I like said ah, okay I'm gonna do something else because I've seen heat like a bunch of times but if you have not seen heat like I know a lot of our viewers are younger they weren't watching the biggest movies of 1995 if you have not seen heat it is possibly the greatest heist movie huh. of all time okay it's got a, an amazing cast it's almost three hours long it's very huge like the story is deep and the the two main characters are pacino and de niro yeah and yeah. it's and they are cat and mousing each other hmm. and the acting and there's a, a scene with de niro and pacino at a diner sitting together having a coffee and yep. one is a one is a criminal and one is a cop and they're and having a little sit down together about what is about to happen. And, you know, he can't prove nothing yet. And the other guy's not admitting nothing yet. But they're having this little midnight sit down at a diner over a cup of coffee. That scene is one of the greatest scenes of all time. And Val Kilmer is in it. Huh. He's awesome. Um, yeah, the cast is crazy. And then has one of the most famous bank robbery scenes ever. 
that there was the scene where they walk into that fucking bank and they mm-hmm. come out and there's that shootout with the cops. That scene is like, I remember how intense that was when that scene came out. People were like, you have to see this fucking movie. Like no one had had like a shootout with cops like that in a movie ever. It was the most realistic, like impactful shootout scene. Like people were just like, cause before that Hollywood approached shootouts, like Hollywood, you know, yeah. pow, pow. Like, yeah. but this was, this was fully automatic machine guns in broad daylight on a busy street in Los Angeles. Fuck don't give a fuck who gets hit. We are getting out of here. It's do or die. We'll kill every fucking cop. Like it was incredible. And then not long after that, there was an actual robbery where guys copied that. They got full body armor, fully automatic Mm -hmm. machine guns. Oh, the Hollywood heist. That Hollywood heist. And it was on TV from the helicopter. They're hiding behind cars, just spraying right through the cars, all that shit. Those guys were nuts. Yeah. They were bodybuilders too. You know that yeah. <laughs> little, ah, little go muscle. Yeah, they were you know? they were they trained at Gold's Gym. That's where they met. They were like one of them really? was like a, a. I think they're both like criminals. You know, out of prison, right. met at the gym, and yeah, they they got that idea together. Went to a movie yeah. and decided, fuck it, let's give it a roll. <laughs> yeah, yeah, why not? Why not? They'd done it a couple yeah. times. They like done some robberies, but yeah, that one they they made their own Kevlar. They took they got like Kevlar and like stitched it all together to make full body suits out of it that's yes awesome. yeah that's crazy. and i i won't i won't ruin one of the keys in hmm. it the one of the keys of that shootout scene is tom sizemore's character huh. remember tom sizemore mm-hmm. he's yeah. in that yep. movie his character during that shootout man you got to see it's just how his character this what his character does d- during the shootout towards the end of that shootout is like it's like wow pretty crazy pretty intense like i don't i just remember that scene being really impactful so anyone who hasn't seen heat that's totally worth it that's my recommendation my classic movie recommendation there we go ron's classic movie recommendation on episode we're not allowed to say if it's just bodybuilding (laughs) (laughs) i always like i always like that i try to manipulate my over-unders to finish strong and ron never fails me never (laughs) I love my movies, Ah, man. There's certain movies that I just think are fucking great, you know, where I think the script is good. And there's so much shit that Hollywood pumps out where I'm watching it. I'm like, people don't talk like this. Yeah. You know? And then when you get a movie where you're like, you you don't really, you forget you're watching a movie and you're like, because I figure if I forget that they're reading a script, that's a great thing. Yeah. Because I hate it when like I'm watching a movie and I'm like, this script is terrible. You know? Yeah, Yeah. That's the worst. So, yeah. Okay. Thanks, everybody. Remember, like, share, subscribe, comment. Ring the bell. Ring the fucking bell. And comment with questions for the next episode. Yes. We need that. True. Yes. Over-unders also. Over-unders also. Over-unders are great. Yes. I really like the over-unders, Dusty. No, they're good. Okay. I got shit to do. Okay. I'm sure you guys, too. Remember, everybody, IamMutant.com, Dusty20, BigRon20. Or wait for the Black Friday. There's six days during Black Friday, 30% off. It'll be happening. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, this yes. will be Saturday probably when it comes out. So it'll probably be already happen. It'll be happening. Yeah, oh, they're it'll now. be happening. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Remember, like, share, subscribe, comment, and ring the bell. There we go. One more. I did get one more in there. <laughs> Can't remember. Remember, it's just bodybuilding.